right, everybody. Yeah, let's start the show. Uh, welcome to you guys in that podcast. I'm glad that you are joining us, the 17 and a half of you that are listening. Um, hopefully it's up to 18 and a half. We're always going to throw that half in there because I see right. some of you watching the videos that you're there for about half the time and you disappear because maybe you got diarrhea or you got a sandwich or something. You don't really want to you know, watch the show anymore. That's up to you. So you <laughs> count it as a half. Uh, we got the whole gang here today. So uh, we're going to get started real quick. So uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, uh, the communist from the Bronx, she is facing a little bit of backlash because apparently now we know that she was the great victim from the so-called I'm getting I don't know about you guys. When I think of insurrection, I think of like the Confederate states like seceding from the Union and saying we're going to fire on Fort, Fort Sumter. We're going to fight at Bull Run. We're going to fight. Then it's a civil war. We start with an insurrection. Then it's a civil war. A bunch of Trump tards went up to the Capitol building, took photographs, and we are now engaged in World War Three. I, I don't understand. I, I don't get it. Uh, it's a little different. Insurrection is a strong word. And right. I think it should be applied accordingly. What, yeah, what, what yeah. has been happening since George Floyd was murdered by the police, that's a fucking insurrection. And I'm right. not talking. It's like, be- it's like a word that you just don't use lightly. Like, no, don't, not at all. Don't use that word unless well, you really fucking mean it. It's not a coincidence, though. And there's a reason they chose it. No, of course it. not. Like, of yeah, course not. but did you see? I think it was one of you guys that sent or retweeted the New York Times article where it's like, oh, strategists are saying like we need to adopt some of the similar policies that were used in the middle east for like counterinsurgency on potential domestic terrorists in the united states and i was like oh no (laughs) wait a minute that doesn't sound very good as Um, if like police already don't use tactics exactly like fucking no knock warrants and they already violate more rules of engagement than anybody overseas does oh 100 it's not even close i mean it really isn't even close so uh, Senorita Cortez, uh, she said that uh, she thought that she was going to die uh, during this so-called insurrection. This uh, this Trump tard marching on the Capitol and staying in between the velvet ropes and taking selfies insurrection with, right. uh, you know, no, the no. Real, I understand. Yeah, That's the, the tards. I understand that they, that the, the people that went inside were like, we're going to stop the election. What they don't realize, I mean, we talked, this is now like the third or fourth episode where this has popped up. Just because you storm the Capitol doesn't mean that the vote, oh, 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 they're in here. Oh, no. We can't can't certify the election at like an IHOP. We can't. Sir, there are people outside aggressively waving American flags. We need to bring everything to a halt. Right, exactly. (laughs) Stop the vote. Stop the presses. They could have fucking certified the election via Zoom. OK, give me a break. Like, this is bullshit. Quit me. I mean, get off the cross. We need the wood. Okay? <laughs> right. Enough is enough. So this lady, uh, this Marxist who has a degree in economics, which I find hilarious. I mean, they, it's wonderful. She Quote, knows how to spend it. Yeah, she sure does. Quote, I thought I was going to die, she said, noting that she didn't initially realize the person trying to enter office was the police. I've never been quieter in my entire life. End quote. Now. Here's the rub. On Wednesday, she faced a wave of backlash. A representative, Nancy Mace, a Republican from South Carolina, also blasted media coverage, tweeting that insurrectionists, quote, never storm the hallway that she shares with Ocasio-Cortez. The hashtag Alexandria Ocasio-Smollett <laughs> in an apparent comparison to uh, to Juicy Smollett as, uh, as a famous comedian of great note is used. Uh, falsely claimed to be the victim of a hate crime. Um, she said AOC made it clear she didn't know who was at the door. Breathless attempts by media to fan fictitious news flames are dangerous. My office is two doors down. Insurrectionists never stormed our hallway. Egregious doesn't even begin to cover it. Is there nothing the mainstream media won't politicize? Uh, Representative Mace, that was rhetorical. You already knew the fucking answer to that question. Right. They politicized the weather. Okay, they politicize the weather. Did anybody ever hear about Bill Gates talking about firing a dirt missile? Yeah, a bunch of fucking dust to block like 60 percent of the sun or something. So it doesn't cause global warming. How would that work? Oh, he's a James Bond villain. Terribly, and that's terribly. And it would be the end of humanity. (laughs) That's how it would work. Dirt missile. 
Like I know they call it dust. I'm calling it dirt. It's a dirt rocket. Like you want to put a dirt rocket into the fucking sun. Like, first of all, let's take into consideration. How much dirt are we talking? How big is this missile? Okay. Because the sun, you can fit 1.3 billion of our planet. Okay. Well, it would sit in our atmosphere still. So he's not firing it at the sun. No, no, it's like it's just getting in the way of sunlight hitting the earth. So it would be like in the upper atmosphere, it'd be like this super Same. fine dust that would just like so nuclear winter. Yeah, basically. Because okay. it would be like circuit it'd be so light and like not Got dense it. that it basically just floats up there indefinitely. And like I'm sure some of it would drift down, but it's like wind currents and stuff would just keep it like spinning around up in the air. It's basically like yeah, like when a really big volcano erupts and it's got like all that soot and stuff that's just like it stays suspended for miles and miles and miles and miles, and it's like he he really is he is a Batman villain. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I mean, you gotta after a certain point, it's got to be like, well, I have so much money. It's like, what can we do? What could we possibly get away with? I don't know. Those people are. Like, I know. Let's send dirt missiles into the atmosphere. Yeah, Elon Musk wants to go to Mars. <laughs> Bill Gates wants to fucking i don't know that's I why i get behind the whole go to go to mars thing i can get behind that get dude, a bunch dude. of people to starve to death from a fucking cloud that Listen. causes winter yeah you're gonna have to move you know what the problem is here did you see that uh comrade joe biden who is the hero of the working class all hail love him. he uh he he's no longer soft hands, joe but yeah 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 he's, no he's cutting the pro he's not working with elon anymore that shit's over oh that's see every everything i saw about articles talking about that it was like all the whole incomplete information shit and like oh like this isn't necessarily true and i'm like ah like i don't know what to even believe right now but what i mean elon's got shit in other countries too though doesn't he so it's like why yeah, he does he's also here? like the richest man in the world currently so i don't think he gives a fuck that hey much. listen like, i'm all for privatizing that shit that i think that's that good right. this will push you in the direction but the other problem is too is that, you know, because they were using, I mean, he doesn't have his own launch sites yet. So he's been using NASA stuff. Okay. Yeah. So that's the issue because then yeah, you have to go to Kazakhstan. Off of him too. Yeah. So then most. Number one exporter of uranium. Number one. Or plutonium. Plutonium. Or it was a plutonium, I think. I think so. And uh, his sister's number four prostitute, all of Kazakhstan. Very nice. Very um, nice. <laughs> but the issue here is that you have to end up moving it over to, like I said, Kazakhstan or, or Russia or any of these places that have, I don't know, serviceable space-ready equipment, which I think the, the Russians and, uh, and the only reason why Kazakhstan still has it is because the Soviet Union built the bases there before yeah. the breakup. So. Oh, it's potassium. 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 Okay. All right. We got, yeah. What are you getting? Bananas. I got it. All right. <laughs> but- um, I don't know if anybody in the uh, circle and those of you that have been listening, and uh, by the way, you guys that are downloading the show in Russia, thank you very fucking much. Welcome to the program. Uh, I don't know if you guys have been paying attention, but apparently John Brennan, the communist, uh, former director, and he is a communist. Uh, that's not just rhetoric. He's the member of the Communist Party. He, uh, he said that they're going to have to go after uh, these terrorists because that's what apparently was storming the Capitol building. Uh, it works. Domestic terrorists uh, to go, you go after them the way that we uh, quote, we, and I, by, by we, I mean, they, the way they went after ISIS and AQ and um, Glenn Greenwald, who is a, uh, a phenomenal reporter. He's the one who broke the story about Edward Snowden uh, with um, I think it was the guardian that newspaper then he founded the intercept and he left the intercept because the same shit that happened with the guardian happened with the intercept so this man could complete like he always has to pick up and uh, and move somewhere else because essentially the voice and by by the way i wouldn't call him anywhere near an anarchist he's not a libertarian he is a progressive liberal but he is somebody who has fundamental principles like free speech and you know due process and you know some of the things that a lot of people even conservatives don't hang their hat on especially when it comes to terrorism okay so he um he said that uh, there is literally nothing 
that could be more dangerous. And it's not fear mongering or alarmist to say it. Uh, President Joe Biden uh, pledged to confront the threat of domestic terrorism in his inaugural inaugural address, vowing to defeat political extremism and white supremacy in light of the deadly riot at the Capitol January 6th. Riot, I think, is okay. I think that's a good term to use for it. Biden's commitment earned him praise from former communist piece of shit CIA director John Brennan, (laughs) who likened libertarians to religious extremists, authoritarians, fascists, bigots, racists, and nativists. Okay. Throw the whole book at him. Pause the tape. Associating libertarian left or right with a religious extremist, an authoritarian, a fascist, a bigot, and a racist, and a nativist is completely bonkers. Anybody who has any kind of remedial education that knows that libertarian and that fucking word salad are mutually exclusive. Okay. <laughs> right. You, you can't be <laughs> like, I, I, Oh, you know, I'm a libertarian, but I also, I uh, hate anybody that's not white. You're not in the club. You I'm, have to leave the club. You're not allowed in the pool anymore. You got to go. I'm also um, friends with authoritarians and fascists. Yeah, right. Yeah, sure. Because our ideas, our ideologies aren't, you know, they, they, they're not mutually exclusive things. Like Jeez. We can come together. <laughs> we can come together. Chris G was drinking water, and I saw an authoritarian drinking water, too. We've made the fucking connection. They're both authoritarians. Thank you very little. Okay? Right. Thank you very little. Oh, you're a vegetarian? So was Hitler. So is fucking Hitler. (laughs) (laughs) So it says here, he's defined, quote, he's defining the insurgency as anyone who has an ideology other than neoliberalism, said Greenwald, who predicted that the authorities will try to utilize, quote, the tools that they use to take ISIS off the Internet, the tools they use to destroy Al Qaeda in their efforts. These bills are pending by Adam Schiff that would simply take the existing war on terror legislation always aimed at foreign governments and foreign actors and simply amended to say that we can do that within the United States. He warned. Now he did put out a tweet and I'm, I'm uh, paraphrasing where he was like, Hey, listen, if you're going to have a wedding, make sure an outdoor wedding, make sure you have somebody who's watching the sky just in case, you know, because you know, we, the, the United States government has drone struck weddings and funerals and things like that over there in the name of democracy and peace. Blue skies uh, are scarier than the clouds. You better believe it. Those poor Pakistani people were very sorry for what had happened to them. Uh, I, I don't want to be a doom and gloomer, you guys. Like, I really don't. I know that you get we get a lot of that on this show because, like our friend Jeremiah says, we have a 1% chance of winning. But I don't put it past at any point in time, this administration or a future administration ever resorting to that, especially if they feel that their power is being threatened. Here's the thing. Nobody's considering this from uh, the progressive left side of the spectrum. You're not going to hold those seats forever. So what happens when you get like Trump is not the dictator you thought he was. He fucking left. He didn't chain himself to the Oval Office. He left. He didn't call in like the fucking Air Force to like literally, uh, uh, you know, like uh, carpet bomb, you know, the, the motorcade or any of that other shit. Like he did not have Joe Biden arrested and thrown in Guantanamo Bay. He went to Mar-a-Lago to go fuck his whores and his uh, his, you know, uh, what is it? The, the fucking softcore porn model that he married. Right. Like and go play golf and, and, and get fatter. That's what he's doing now. Like he left. Mm-hmm. OK. With that being the case, what if you do get as a reaction Somebody who is, okay, Joe Biden's not going to be in there forever. Miss Piggy's going to be in there probably for six years, maybe eight at some point in time. But this pendulum. Less than 4% of the vote. Less, less than 4%. Let's say that pendulum swings back to the authoritarian right side of the quadrant. Now all of those powers that you enjoyed using will now be in the hands of what they're saying are their enemy, their ideological enemy. And the reason why we're talking about it on this show, you're like wondering, well, Jay, guys, why are you talking about this? You guys are anarchists. Okay, yeah, yeah, we are. But we are also ideological enemies of the people that are in charge, no matter who they are, because they're in charge. Yeah. (laughs) Right. 
those, like I said, in that we were having a group discussion, and I said those crosshairs will inevitably be aimed at us and the libertarian community. And if John Brennan is saying it outright, he's not just saying libertarian with a capital L. He's not saying he's not. He's like, right, we have a list. Here's the list of uh, libertarian party members. We're going after them. It was lowercase libertarian because he's talking about people who have an ideology that is uh, the antithesis of large government. Okay, and of course, we know that libertarian and anarchist were interchangeable back in the Pierre Joseph Proudhon days. That's an old, old French word. Okay, that was always associated with anarchism. Granted, in the United States, it means something entirely different, but it's still lumping all of us together. When this pendulum swings the other way, though, the left is going to decry whatever fascist they put in there. And at the end of the day, they're all fascist anyway. They're just, you know lighter or darker hues of fascism okay <laughs> you'd, you'd like an ipa or in a stout either way you're drinking fascism so i mean go ahead pick your color go ahead you're still gonna get diarrhea it's terrible <laughs> um with that being the case what do you how do you guys see this shaking out how do you guys feel like do you think that at some point in time there will be drone striking of like the libertarians get together to learn how to fucking bake bread and 3d print guns the next thing you know a fucking hellfire missile lights them up in the middle of missouri how do you see this working out? I throw it out to the floor because I want to know what you guys think. Oh, man. Um, I feel like it might be a while, but it's like they would need to have the majority public opinion, like thinking like, oh, yeah, this is what those people deserved. This is what they get for doing that. And it's like right now that still seems a little crazy, but we're slowly creeping to the point where it's like, Oh, like, yeah, you shouldn't have been doing that, even though you were just 3D printing, whatever. Like, there was a, I can't remember where it was, but it was a video that they posted of, like, some police department doing, like, a raid on a house, and they pulled, like, yeah. a 3D printer out of the basement, and, like, a bunch of lowers. Guns. And, yeah, guns. and it's just, yeah. like, oh, man. Like, so they're already... Guns. I don't know what the warrant was actually served for. I doubt it was for the printer, but it's like, oh yeah, this printer over here, like that's ours now. That's definitely complicit in illegal activity. So it's just like, they're already starting to grab at things like that. They're already like making people familiar with the concept of civil asset forfeiture for printers. So it's like, oh, like, yeah, we shouldn't have those. Those are like, we need to ban those or we need to regulate those now. So it's like, that's already on the table. Okay. And they've already moved past that, but now like we're catching up to it. So it's like, where are they going with it now? And it's like, it'll start like that. And then eventually it'll be, I'm sure, increasingly hard to get them. And it's like, well, anybody that has a 3D printer, it's like, everybody's just going to assume like, what are you doing bootleg shit in your basement to take down the man? It's like, nah, you can't have that. Like you might've just been making little figures for fucking tabletop Legos. games or something. Yeah, Legos. But to everybody else, it's like, nah, ghost guns immediately red flagged. Like they're going to be fucking, they got the spies to fucking turn you into the fucking man. And it might be your own fucking children. Like it's all right. It's, yeah. All these pieces are happening separately right now but they all are like blending together and it's just like this whole new system it's like social media becoming an extension of law enforcement okay stuff like so what? i think it's all kind of trending that direction and it's like that's fair the idea of them literally drone striking their own citizens maybe they want us to like think oh man like at least they're not doing that but it's like they're doing everything up to that level it's like they don't even have it's like Everybody wants to talk about the uh, atomic bombing of Niro Hiroshima and Nagasaki, but it's like nobody wants to talk about how we literally firebombed Tokyo. Yep. And yep. that did arguably as much damage. It was just not as instantaneous. Right. No, I think that that's a great point. And to follow up what you were talking about, the tweet is from Captain Matt Griffith, who is a pig. And uh, the, the tweet goes as follows. Deputy Ryan Rapizzi an Italian, I'm sure, and our patrol team served a search warrant today related to a previous traffic stop. The usual dope and illegal firearms were recovered along with a 3D printer capable of producing plastic gun frames for ghost guns. By the way, the pictures of the dope they're talking about, gentlemen and lady, it's a big bag of grass. It's grass. Right. Not crystal, no. not heroin, not fentanyl, grass. So mm -hmm. uh, fuck you, uh, Captain Matt Griffith and your stupid fucking deputy and all your stupid friends. Um, yeah. And they got a picture. They're like, oh, look, they've got Glock frames and stuff. And they got an AR frame and shit like that. And I mean, hell, they could have broke. That could have been the house of some of our friends on Twitter, for Christ's sake. I mean, it could have been any one of us. Um, not that I, I would make anything like that. I make Job of the Hut figures. Yeah, no. I sell on Etsy. 
Um, mm-hmm. That's about it. I think that you have a fair point. It's like we're leading up. Like if you, they maybe they don't cross the threshold into droning. But let's remember something. There's a name that should resonate with most Americans that are conscious of what's going on. And the gentleman's name is Anwar Awalaki. Okay. He was an American citizen who was definitely involved in some, in some shady business. He was in Yemen. He had, before YouTube became communist, you could post anything you wanted on there, including jihadi videos, recruitment videos, crap like that, right? This man, went, he's an American citizen, went over to Yemen, and instead of arresting him, and you know, according to this ridiculous document that they say they adhere to, uh, due process and a trial by a jury of your peers as a citizen of this republic, democratic republic, excuse me, they, they drone struck and kill him, uh, you know, under the auspice of, well, he's a terrorist and he's spreading dangerous propaganda. And he definitely was involved in some stuff, but he still had a right to a trial by a jury of his peers if we're going to play this game. They also used a drone strike on his own son uh, later on. So, But if they uh, can get you to accept that at some point, it's all over. That's what I'm saying. It's the precedent already exists. Yeah. That I think that's just what like, I've been saying. Yeah. In a, way, in a roundabout yeah. way. So, uh, Christopher, what do you think, man? Like, what do you, what, what are your two cents, uh, to add apart from the decimation of uh, everyone's asshole on horseback? I am curious to hear what you have to say. Uh, like, I, I don't like, I think everything is just, uh, just getting pushed further and further to the fringes on both sides. Uh, like you said, like with that pendulum that swings back and forth, but like each time it swings, it swings a little harder, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just like everything is. And, and I think things are actually happening a little more quickly than than, <laughs> than what some of us might be assuming, man. Like, I right. mean, we've, we've already got like, you know, like after the, like people turning in their fucking parents to the FBI for being at those riots, like, I don't care who you are. Mm-hmm. I don't care whether or not you disagree with your parents like i'm like i disagree with everybody that has that roots for any sort of political party and that's like 90 percent of the like not not (laughs) more than that it's like 97 percent of the people you know in my fucking gravitational well like right everybody is is like the vast majority of people are statists and i'm going to disagree with almost all of them sure but like i would never ever ever dream of turning my parents into the fbi um, because nope. they were there like that's to me like that is it's disgusting it's repulsive mm-hmm. it's vile um it's a product of our of our modern school system um it's the way people are trained and programmed you know it's like you said like people have what is it like fifteen thousand fucking hours of state education you know whenever yep. they graduate, and it's just like yep the way things are getting pushed out and like the type of things that get taught and it's just like it it just blows my mind man like that somebody would turn in especially like some of the prime examples that they were showing on twitter of like a dude that was like you know saying a cab but then like oh i turned my dad into the feds <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. posting their l's online man like, right like like it like it like and, and it just amazes me how people don't see the inconsistency in their in their thought pattern in, in their the execution of their ideology you know it's what I mean? like you can't, yeah like you can't proclaim something like all cops are bad and then be like well i turned my dad into the feds because he's dangerous like no what you do is dangerous and the fact that anybody applauds you or stands up for that or or justifies that like yep. that's the fucking problem that's the problem. You're the fucking problem. Not your dad had a different political ideology than you. Like, like, you know, like I get it. Like, like Pete, like, especially like a lot of people that like Trump, man, it's like, it, it's cult like, but it's like that with anybody in that's a statist, man. It doesn't matter like what political party they like. People are zealots for, for their fucking political candidate. And like, sure. I, don't, I don't think like most people, like the vast majority of people who vote like aren't really even informed like voters. So it's like, that's another, another Avenue that you can question like the validity of the system. Like how many people actually understand what they're going in there and voting for? Like, I don't think a lot do, man. I don't think a lot do. And like I said, I just, I just see things getting pushed further and further out to the fringe. And I think things are accelerating faster than what some of us would like well faster than what some of us would like and probably not fast enough for some <laughs> depending what, on what, where 40 you are. executive orders you know, now it's just like yeah, yeah. 
and like shit's just happening so fast and, and it just like I don't know, man. Like, I, th- I think we're a lot closer to the government being able to pull shit. And it's not like the government hasn't fucking bombed, uh, you know, anything uh, uh, here in the States before. Uh, what was that fucking event where the cops fucking bombed that neighborhood and fucking uh, Philly. Yep. Oh, shit, yeah. Philly, man. Yeah. Yep. That was like what back in was that back in the 80s or the 70s? I think it might have been in the 70s. But yeah, they took out okay. a block. They literally yeah. used a, a weapon of, in my opinion, a weapon of mass destruction. And right. uh, some of the survivors said as these uh, African-Americans were coming out of the wreckage, the police were gunning them down as they were coming out. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, your security force at work. Um, right. the, the true occupying force. The true occupying force. Yeah. So, and, it's, and it's like, you know, like they said, like, like oh, we got to use these tactics that we use overseas. Like, but they're, they already, they've already used tactics. They're like overstepping that. them. Like, like now, now we're getting to the point where they're going to start more and more openly justifying it, and the cathedral is going to echo that message, and they're going to keep right. repeating it to people and keep repeating it to people, and like people are going to go for it, man. Like they, they really are. Like I don't think people in this country want freedom. <laughs> like no, I, really I clearly think clearly they don't. And you know what's no. terrible is we've also heard Christopher to follow up with what you're saying about the cathedral. Because we've already seen that uh, some organizations are calling for the censorship of uh, podcasts such as yours truly here, our show, because of uh, alternative media is providing people with alternative information than what the state wants you to digest. The realities are, you know what I mean? Uh, Angel, I want to kick it over to you before uh, we moved on with anything. Would you have anything that? uh, Nope. you're, you're the boss. I don't, I don't have anything. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, I watched a, um, Brian had asked me to watch something called this. Is it the social dilemma? Yeah. Uh, I, I did watch it the other day and um, here's my take on it. So they kind of set it up as a documentary and a drama at the same time. So you have this kid who's like from your average middle class, upper middle class family that lives in the suburbs or what have you. And, you know, they're talking about, first of all, it is kind of, it is not kind of, it's very creepy how, human beings are being manipulated by the big tech companies. Okay. In order to keep them, uh, you know, with swipes, uh, they know how long you look at an image. They know how long you look at an ad, all that stuff. So, you know, I'm sorry if the, if you guys, some of you have thought about watching it, it five, four, three, two, one, here's your disclaimer. I'm going to talk about it. So turn it, it off. tracks so much stuff. It's, it's really mind boggling how powerful they've become and how they've been able to ma- manipulate. And you know, they also call, you know, how they say our users. Well, there was some correlation that the only people that use the term users are tech companies and, and drug dealers, which I thought was really funny because it becomes sort of an addiction like the scrolling. It's the same. Um, it's the same feeling that you get from slot machine. The slot machine action when you're at the casino and you're pulling the lever and you're like maybe i'm gonna get something different this time maybe i'm gonna get something different this time you know <laughs> right. um, i uh spooky the problem that i have with it is that towards the end there was uh well you're getting all this information i know what they're talking about they're talking about the cutards and these stupid people who believe in some really dopey ideas like, subtext right it's it's i i get what they're saying however you have every right to be duped, okay? If you're dumb enough <laughs> right. to believe the bullshit that's coming out of some people's mouths, yeah, I get it. And I was like, well, those people are dangerous. Well, I, you know, Joe Rogan, I'm very lukewarm on. I know that probably everybody and their sister and their fucking grandmother listens to his show like it's religion. It, it kind of rem- reminds me of a cult a little bit, but he's had some really good guests on. But, uh, you know, yeah, Rogan, sure. Rogan's put it really well when he said you counter bad speech with good speech. Like you don't I don't think people understand when you start like you've already banned people who are like, what is it? Gavin McInnes, who's funny, but he's an uh, he's associated with the alt right. He calls himself alt light. He's definitely a chauvinist. He definitely has some stuff going on. He was kind of funny. Everybody's Uh, happy to see them go, though. Everybody's happy to see them go. But here's the thing. Do you want like what did Machiavelli say? Keep your enemy, keep your friends close and your enemies closer. I'm not talking about Tupac. I'm talking about the Italian uh, guy who wrote the fucking <laughs> right. book. Okay, keep your friends closer, your enemies closer. Don't you want to know what these people are talking about? Because the further you ostracize them and marginalize them, the less. They- okay, fine. They're not going to share with you. You're not going to be able to look on their timeline. You're not going to be able to see when they're organizing shit like the Unite the Right rally that happened in 2017, that Nazi bullshit that happened in Charlottesville. Okay, 
everybody knew about it because they posted it on Twitter. They posted it everywhere. They posted it on Facebook. So everybody the show with the tiki torches. Yes, those okay. those assholes. I think they're identity Europa people or what have you. They think they're identitarians. They believe that they're getting replaced by everybody that's not white Anglo-Saxon and Protestant, which is probably the majority of the planet. Um, <laughs> well, I was gonna say even in our country, like even though we're still like eighty some percent of the population, <laughs> like we're getting replaced, guys. Yeah, yeah, it, the show's over, right? <laughs> right, um, like shut up. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's absolutely absurd, and it they're is, all fucking nerds. Totally absurd. And uh, but if you remember that, they were organizing in your face like we're going to meet here richard spencer was there and that fucking socialist dweeb he's such a like he is a piece of shit he is a he is literally a national socialist yeah yeah like literally he believes in the 25 points of the national socialist movement and he legitimately is a racist fuck like he is an asshole he is an asshole of the highest proportions with that being the case we saw what they were doing Everybody knew it was going down. So guess what? The counter protest showed up there so that that way they could have it out with them, which is fine. I mean, you don't get in the way of two fucking pit bulls trying to kill each other. Let them have it. Go ahead. Fucking kill each other. I mean, go ahead. I don't care. With that being the case, though, consider that when you begin to further marginalize these, they're marginal by design, which thus increases their appeal to certain people who believe in this nonsense. Mm-hmm. We have no ways to track them and no the public. I mean, Uncle Sugar, I'm sure does. But those of us who don't have that access that like we we don't know what they're doing. So you don't know who they're talking to. They don't know what they're plotting. You don't know when they're going to fucking show up. And you're and you're you're validating their narrative is what you're doing. You're validating their narrative because like, see, we are being oppressed. Look at mm-hmm. it. We, we don't have free speech. Right. 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 It's blah, like blah, the blah, self blah. the self-fulfilling prophecy. Right. There's right. a bunch of those. So be careful. Be careful what you wish for. Like, I mean, it, it, it's the same. Remember when we were, I know that we're a little bit older, but I don't know if Angel remembers this or not. Christopher probably does. Back in when I was a kid, I'm 40. The Klan used to show up all the time, all over the place. And they would, they would be fighting in the streets because people would show up and try to beat the shit out of them. I mean, good for you. I think that that's great. But do they have a right to say what they want to say? Yes, they do. They do have a right to say what they want to say, just like communists have a right to say what they want to say. Black nationalists have a right to say what they want to say. Everybody has a right to say whatever the fuck they believe. But here's the difference. What completely de-escalated all of these bullshit clan get togethers with these fucking nimrods, people stopped paying attention. The media didn't give them any coverage. Mm -hmm. People stopped showing up. Nobody, nobody, people stopped going when they didn't make a big deal out of it. The Klan had no audience because the Klan wanted that result. They wanted you to show up. They wanted you to be pissed off. They wanted you to validate them by engaging with them. So you don't engage with them. Richard Spencer was on Twitter for I don't know how long. I never even looked at his Twitter page. I didn't follow him. I didn't care what that fucking asshole had to say. Right, right. When we were kids... I don't know if you guys remember this. They, you, the liberals used to tell people, like the conservatives, you know, the social conservatives, or the, or the traditional American values, and all this fucking cockamamie horse shit. They used to tell you, "Well, we can't have that stuff on TV." The, the, that TV, the, you know, all oh, this this language and the boobs and the butts and all this other shit. And P, the liberals used to tell them, "If you don't like what you what you hear and see, change the fucking channel." Right? Why is that not applicable anymore? You don't like right, what somebody's saying. It's Twitter? not useful for their the, cause anymore. This this script has flipped <laughs> it's ridiculous so it's just more authoritarian horse shit coming from people pretending that they love uh, democracy right. and free speech and it's all, all the, the it's, it's all the it, free market hedge fund managers that are like oh shit we're losing money now and poor people are making money we gotta <laughs> fucking stop this shit right now like Glad you brought they, that up what happened guys Oh, I have what no the idea. fuck happened? I did everybody hold how much money was there, there's there's still people holding um there's debate on whether or not the I forget his real name. I only know him by his username, but he was outed by fucking who uh I forget what news article it was, but user deep fucking value. Like there's a possibility that he might he might sell office shares, but a lot of the people on the the subreddit still seem to be holding 
a lot of people are still holding. But yeah, it dropped major in value. Like it lost like four hundred dollars per share in value since last week. But isn't that like they're trying to manufacture a dip to scare people into selling, and then they get what they want? But really, they were like, people need to buy the fucking dip because it's like sooner or later they're just gonna have to buy that shit back too. Mm-hmm. So it's like we just have to last longer. And it's like, oh, yeah. a bunch of people are like, I don't know who to believe because it's literally the same thing that's happening politically right now. It's like all just misinformation trying to trip people up so the other side can get what they want. But then it's like nobody knows what to believe anymore. So they're all just kind of stuck in the middle. And it's like, ah, like even though I know what I would be or like if I were this guy, I know exactly what I'd be doing. And if I were this guy, I'd know exactly what I'd be doing. And they're both doing exactly that. And it's like, well, which which side do I listen to? Which one's actually going to affect the outcome? And it's like. I would listen to the Redditors way before I'd listen to any. any but then it's like they're, they're shutting down pages or they have people like setting up shell accounts, basically, in order to steer people in the wrong direction. You've got okay. they've got literal news articles that are like, oh, Reddit's talking about buying up all the silver that you fucking can. And, and they're like, true. actually, no, we're not. We yeah. don't give a fuck about silver. Melvin Capital wants us to buy fucking silver so they can get some of their fucking money back. And they're like, don't trust that shit. But it's still popping up everywhere. And it's like who's telling these news agencies to do that or where are they getting this information? And it's literally like some kind of mix of operation mockingbird. And I think like COINTELPRO maybe would be like the two that it feels most familiar. Or can you like, can you define for the listeners, both of those? Well, okay. So that's why I feel like COINTELPRO, it might not relate as much, but it's kind of like the same vibes. That's okay. But <laughs> I, I don't like that. I just said vibes, but um <laughs> fucking operation mockingbird is literally the cia teaming up with news i don't even it doesn't even have to be like a specific or an entire agency but basically with just journalists and having them in a way be a cia operative by publishing certain stories or even if like you're actually using like real information just spinning it a certain way in order to manufacture public opinion and then that kind of plays into uh what is it? Manufactured consent, I think was what Noam Chomsky called it. I literally just bought the book. I need to read through it because I saw a bunch of people talking about it. And I was like, oh, what's that? And it's actually, so it basically picks up where Operation Mockingbird would leave off. Um, and it's like, I don't even know if they're actively doing any of that shit today, but it's like, proves to say it's why, not. why would you like, put it why, back? Why would they stop? Yeah, yeah if it's broke, right. if it's not broke, why fix it? But, uh, and then the COINTELPRO part is literally like the, government agencies or specific like individual agents being introduced to like any sort of opposition community or movement like the civil rights movement or the feminist movement or black lives matter mm-hmm. and it's like yeah just sowing seeds of like chaos just into everything so that they fall apart and it looks like it was just oh they couldn't get their shit together on the inside but really it's just like all this sabotage externally from the government, but it's like, you'd never be able to trace it back to them. Uh, and they've been doing this shit for probably since like the fucking end of the second world war. Yeah. Like with the OSS or what have you. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. I mean, that's just on paper what they've agreed to or right. like talk about. And it's like, Oh, don't worry. All these programs ended in like the 1970s. And it's like, well, yeah, you know how easy it is to slap a new fucking coat of paint on something and boot it right back out. the door. They just refurbished that shit. New idea. Like, yeah. No, it's literally like, it's so stupid because it's like when we got new Humvee parts, we'd rip powertrains out, engine transmission transfer case because they'd be shit. And they'd be like, don't worry, we got new ones in those fucking boxes over there. And we'd open them up and we'd be like, they literally just like, I can see the rust that they painted over. Oh, and then you'd fucking throw that bitch in there. And then like a hundred miles later, it'd fucking break down again and be like, oh shit, we need a new one. And it's like, there is no fucking new one. They're just recycling the same shit with new paint. Like, but they'll, you'll find a fucking way to make it work. Like, that's not their problem. Um, and that's kind of just how all of this feels. So it's like the news, I don't know. I think that's why I like Twitter so much right now. Cause that's like, I don't even watch the news. People just bring it to me on the internet and it's just all dumb shit. But right. Like, so that's what I think of the two, like COINTELPRO operation mockingbird. It's like all of the shit that's happening right now. It's just like, it seems like a bunch of that. All right. Well, Let's hope that uh, the Redditors keep up what they were doing because I really like it, there was such a glimmer of hope that was coming from that entire situation where oh, no doubt you had you, you like I, like what was the quote that these Redditors united the country across the, the spectrum more than anybody had has done. And I don't know how yeah. long, you know yeah. what I mean? So 
that was uh that was that was phenomenal what they were able to do but in the end we're i guess we're in the empire strikes back uh portion right. of the film i guess the trilogy if you will or what have you where uncle sugar is getting it back because inevitably that was something that was going to happen where they were going to cry and um, Uncle Sugar was going to get involved and make sure that uh, his his servants uh, weren't uh, any more exploited by these uh, redditors living in the basement of their you know mom's house or whatever ridiculous things they were calling these people. A lot of that oh, shit was really man. moving though, man. Like there was a lot of people who were talking about 2008 and how they lost everything or watched their family lose everything, and it's like we're fucking getting back at them. And you know. Uh, this isn't a communist thing or a socialist thing, but you realize what happened in 2008. And I know that uh, there's been extensive breakdowns of exactly how it happened, uh, you know, with the bubbles and everything that happened with the uh, with the real estate market, everything and, uh, you know, moving the hedge funds being involved in the purchasing of bad mortgages and all this other stuff. And Wall Street really fucked the middle and working class hard. I mean, hard. Like, and they, and they learned win. zero lessons from it. They still treat the stock market like it's their personal casino for the elite. Right. Well, hey, it worked the last time. They got bailed out. They have a safety. I know. Net. That's what, what I'm saying. They, like, they, they, they learned absolutely. That's why, like, yeah. and, and, and they all, like, you know, parroted that idea of, like, the oh, some of these institutions are too big to fail. Fuck you. Even that Bernie Sanders said, fuck you. Works. Can you believe that? Christopher, do you remember that? Even Bernie fucking Sanders said, yeah. no, no bailout money. You fail. That's it. It's like the guy who is an avowed socialist is being more free market than the rest of you fucks because he didn't stand to make money this time off of something. The rest of you did. You know yeah. what I mean? It's 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 wild to think about what happened. And I a lot of those stories, if you guys have time, anybody that's listening, check out what some of the Redditors were talking about, like literally watching their families lose everything. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's and literally like getting like this was like luke skywalker destroying the death star in the first uh, in a new hope it's like okay you you got a huge knockout but unfortunately the monster is off the canvas and he's swinging again uh right. we'll see like it's not going to end here because they the 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 brilliance of those people in the in the deep crevices and recesses of the internet is you have a lot of really intelligent people waiting for their move to make and they're always they're i guess you could call it like they're testing the boundaries they're finding loopholes they're finding openings in the in the defenses of whatever they're attacking which is brilliant because and again i talked about this before on a previous show if you guys haven't read it it's called the new right by michael malice and he talks about how during um like the gamergate thing which chris is way more well versed than i he talked about gamers looking at a problem not so much the way and like somebody who is not a gamer but they're looking at a problem as a workaround they're like oh this is a boss of a level i have mm -hmm. to memorize the patterns of the boss kind of like you memorize how bowser jumps when he jumps when the fire comes out of his mouth in order to get around him because you don't fight him face to face you have to wait till he jumps in a certain way so you can run underneath him OK, for those of you that are too young, to know what I'm talking about. You just have to look on uh, on YouTube and you can see videos of Bowser getting defeated by Mario and Super Mario Brothers. It's what the point is, though. They're studying their adversary and they're figuring out the pattern and they're, and they're using the pattern to their advantage. The, the enemy attacks in a certain way. The enemy says things in a certain way. And he talked about how these gamers are just essentially treating you like a boss in a game. Just like with technology, for example, every time there's a roadblock put up by the state or by big tech, these folks will figure a workaround for that. They're like, oh, OK, this is an obstacle. Fine. Mm -hmm. Let's figure out how to work our way around the obstacle. It's in a sense. Detour. <laughs> yeah. Resistance it's shows you're moving in the right direction. Yeah. I mean, why go like it's, for example, like in the movie, The Patriot, where uh, uh, Mel Gibson, the, the, the crazy Catholic fascist guy, he said it's a great movie. It's a very uh, it's a very propaganda propagandistic movie, but it's still a great movie where he's uh, deriding uh, the Continental Army is like, uh, you know, going shoulder to shoulder against redcoats like it's the dumbest fucking thing that you could ever do. Why? But it's honorable. It's how you're supposed you're to do it. You got to yeah. play by the rules. Yeah. <laughs> never mind the Native Americans who were literally hiding behind trees and using camouflage and not wearing bright colors. Fucking to, them up to fuck people up which they did for 400 years they learned from that these people that's the thing you can't all of the then that's the problem that we talked about before back in the day when uh when brian and i would talk about like the boogaloo movement or what have you 
Uncle Sugar will kill you from outer space. Like he doesn't have a problem with doing that. You don't even we don't we don't even know, nor do we probably want to know what Uncle Sugar has floating around right now up there. Like whatever it is, it's 50 to 65 years more advanced than what we know they have. Fucking so, sharks with laser beams. Really? Yeah. With well, freaking laser beams. Dude, did you know that the Soviet Union actually trained dolphins to have uh, weaponry on their head? On like, like they had headpieces that they put on the dolphins. Yeah. Yeah, it's wild. I know the United shit. States tried to say, use dolphins them to clear minefields like and stuff too. Really intelligent yeah. creatures too. Super smart. Super yeah. smart. Fortunately, it didn't work out for the communists, but whatever. I mean, I feel bad for the Not dolphins yet. being exploited by the pro uh, the dictatorship of the proletariat. But right. with that being the case, you can't go nose to nose with these motherfuckers. You can't fight them on their like. It's kind of like how anarchists will argue with statists using the status like we're using their their playing field. They won't give you the tools you need to succeed. No, you Why wouldn't win. It's literally not in their interest to allow you to win. This isn't this isn't a uh, this isn't a fair game. You know, you're not playing chess with an, an adversary or an opponent, excuse me, who has to abide by the same rules that you do. No, no, no. no. And then they'll move the goalposts. They'll change the rules in the middle of the game because it's their game. I'm but, going home. <laughs> right. Or like that was it that 600 pound dude that just like destroys that table because he, <laughs> he's going to lose and he just made Hulk smash the fucking table. I that was a good, was a good video. Um, I don't know, man, gentlemen, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful for the future. I'm hopeful that the Reddit folks continue to do what they do. Uh, does anybody have anything else they want to chat about? Uh, anything on the table? Anything? Um, Oh, there was something I wanted to touch on from earlier when we were go on. Fuck, I can't remember what we were talking about, but oh, we were talking about fifteen thousand hours of school. But there was part of it that uh, made, reminded me of like when I was e- even back in like elementary school when they started like the I don't know when they started the Dare program, but like that was like a part of it. And it's like they had oh, yeah. a fucking they had a police officer come into the school, and it's like thinking back on it now, it's like all I can hear is I, re- I think it was you saying like i don't like cops when they try to be like i don't like them in general but it's like i don't like them when they try to be funny i don't want you to try to be fucking funny right. because it's like this isn't cute you're not my fucking friend nope. and i know this is like a game but it's like around all these fucking kids uh at fucking elementary school it would be like they'd have it's like they must have picked whoever they thought was like the funniest or goofiest dude at the fucking department and they're like yeah you're gonna go sit down at the school and you're gonna basically win hearts and minds like literally what we tried to fucking do in afghanistan and iraq it's like you need you need them on your side because if you from a young age can just show them that it's like oh i'm the person to trust i like i'm your friend i'm your buddy they'll come to you before going to anybody else and it's like you don't even have to fight resistance in the future because there is none because they all think you're on their side right and it's just like oh all this fucking propaganda bullshit and it's like at the time you're like yeah like i'm doing what's right like this dude i can trust him and it's like they all wear the same uniform so they must all be a part of the same fucking it's incredibly smart it is incredibly smart what they're doing but it's like fuck like i hate that you guys just have the ability to do that because it's like these are just fucking children and it's like uh they fucking nailed it. And uh, I was talking about that the other day with somebody because it was like all just kind of setting in like how fucking far they're willing to go to influence you at the earliest possible fucking point yep. to make it even harder in the future for anything to like break free, basically. Yeah. I mean, think about Safety Town, for example. Oh, yeah. I put a kid through Safety Town. He's almost 18. But I'll never forget that. But like this, is, you know, these this is a police officer. These your friend like you. You could tell them anything. And it's like, well, yeah, of course, they're going to tell you that. So that when you get pulled over, when you're 16 and a half and you got half a joint in the car, oh, you're fuck. just going to fucking talk about it and just say, yeah, you could look through my car. Yeah, I've got nothing to hide. Yeah, I know. You know, you know, I know I could talk to you. Of course, it's all. It's all indoctrination garbage. I mean, it's the same. It's it, it's the same. The D.A.R.E. program. I remember that. And I remember that was some of the first times I ever heard of drugs. Like I was literally introduced to drugs by the dare, the dare pro. <laughs> I wouldn't have known shit. If you guys didn't tell me, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is marijuana? Like You're telling I, me I, some people are just going to offer it to me. Like, right? what? Would you like to like, smoke uh, a cigarette? <laughs> you don't want none of this shit. Do we? <laughs> so, I, so, I kind of want it. <laughs> so crack is just cocaine cooked with baking powder. Oh. And it's cheaper. <laughs> it's, and it's better. And it's far more addictive. Yeah. Yeah. It hits you harder. 
Yeah, I remember man. those days, man. I, but yeah, like I, I wasn't even fucking jerking off at the time. Like I was a little right, bit, right. This is pre-masturbatory yeah. activity. Like I had right. all I was this doing is, was yeah. with GI Joes and fucking. My life. focus was undivided. Right. <laughs> I was the most powerful right. I ever had. Been. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, and then and I focused that energy into playing with GI Joes. Yep. Yeah, and and here comes Officer Dare, and I remember they pull us out of class, and they would have um binders that they would give us and they were uh like coloring books that they would give us where you know it would have scenarios yeah they got fucking merch dude yeah they had you know how i can only imagine how much that cost the american taxpayer because that was a nancy reagan thing oh my dare program and the just say no shit i remember saturday morning cartoons i still have the vhs uh uh, because we would record like for you young people they had this thing called the vhs which was a tape it was a cassette Mm -hmm. that you put in a machine and you would press record it was like a dvr but on a cassette tape okay you were limited with like literal tape in it yeah Literal film in there, like mylar. Right? I, I say the the whole dare program is kind of funny, considering like part of the whole Contra scandal involved like bringing cocaine back into our country. Well, <laughs> do you think they only gave the dare program as like a we're sa- we're telling you not to do all of these things because we know now you're actually going to go do all of these things, and then it's just going to like fill all of the slots that we have open in jail now, and it's That's just an like them guaranteeing spot. that you're going to. It's the self fulfilling prophecy. It's like That's yeah, on their own, they probably wouldn't even have fucking sought any of this shit out, but it's like. We're planting the seed. It's fucking yeah. inception. They'll think it was their own idea, but really it's all we've wanted the entire time. Well, Even the people that think they're a part of the counterculture and they're fighting the man are playing into exactly what we wanted this whole time. So it's just like all misdirection from something. It could be. And like I was saying about the like the taping the cartoons in the eighties and Saturday mornings, like this is the mid eighties. They would have just say no music videos. Yeah. That was my first introduction. I was like, what are we saying no to? Like what are we doing here? Like say I no. want Where's the worst fucking Optimus Prime? Like, I'm not here for this. What are you talking about? You know, right. and thus begins the, the curiosity. And eventually, and the best part about it is they talked about, and I don't know if Angel had this experience when she was in high school, but I remember like I would buy and sell grass in middle school and high school in the building, in the bathroom. Like you didn't stop shit. We would get high before school. We would get high after school. There were some of them who were very ballsy, very brave, who would get high at their lunch break. Yep. Like it was all grass and and especially alcohol. Alcohol was way more abused because it was more readily available. The things that we didn't have easy access to were powders like cocaine and heroin. There was yeah. no black tar heroin that you would get the sticky stuff from Mexico. You didn't there that didn't exist at the time up here. You had to know somebody that knew somebody that knew somebody. And by the time you got that shit, it was stepped on about 75,000 times from the time some fucker in Afghanistan picked it, the the time you got it. And also... The Jalisco boys hadn't stepped up their game into Ohio quite yet. (laughs) This is a man who read the book. (laughs) But, uh, for example, too, when Chris, uh, Angel, and I were in school, this AIDS was still something that would kill you. HIV was something that was absolutely terrifying. So the, uh, the idea of using any kind of needle drugs was definitely scarier not because of the dope but because of the fact that you could get hiv from somebody else who was using okay now those fears are gone everything has changed but yeah they literally indoctrinated kids that was their first exposure unless you lived in a family who used drugs openly in front of you and most people most people have not in the form of like of 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 grass or or acid or shrooms or anything there but most of the form of alcohol I mean, how many people were exposed to alcohol before they knew what alcohol was? You yeah, know? but they advertise it all over the place. Yeah, so but yeah, cares? yeah, no, it's fun. It's cool. It's got horses and it comes into town. And it's uh, Budweiser, you know, it's uh, Anheuser-Busch. It's fine. It's Bud's for you. <laughs> Bud Ice, dude. Oh, my God. What a terrible fucking beer. Uh, no offense to anybody. No, 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 no. The worst, dude. The worst. Find some fucking malt liquor, some fucking steel reserves. Steel reserve, yes. Oh my oh, god, I hate dude, that shit. That Thank shit you. Is <laughs> terrible, man. Like, that's oh like, no. I remember oh, no. when I was like Kill me 18, now. I was like Farm, 18, was 19, and like me and my one buddy would like fucking pound some fucking steel reserves in the fucking parking lot of a fucking grocery store. I can feel it. You get down to the uh, bottom of it, and you're just like, Ugh. yeah. Was it yeah. worth the King Cobra? 
Oh, King Cobra's water compared to that shit. Yeah, oh, yeah, shit. yeah. I, yeah, I could, Res- I could drink yeah. King Cobra all day over right? Steel Reserve. Some oh. Mount Lecker. Because <laughs> that shit, I remember I was like 22 and uh, I could drink legally. And somehow it was like my buddy and I went out to the bars back when you could do that. It's crazy. Um, and we had, we were going to the field for like a <laughs> field operation <laughs> the next day. Right. And uh, we were going to have to hike and like dig holes to sleep in and shit. And he, we were just mm-hmm. shit faced. And it was like one in the morning and we had to get up at like five. And I was like, I'm pretty fucked up right now. And we were like at his place. And he's like, hey there's two beers left in my fridge right now and we should finish those before we go to sleep. And I was like, yeah, what are they? And he fucking hands me a big ass steel reserve. And I was like, why the fuck do you even have this? Like (laughs) there is no reason anyone of legal drinking. It should have steel reserve in their fucking home. Like, no. And he's like, come on, man. Like you're already shit faced. It won't be that bad. And I was like, "Ah, I don't know. And then we fucking, yeah, we like pounded that shit. And then instantly I was just like, Ugh, like I can taste it in every part of my body. It's disgusting. Like and then went liquid yeah. butthole in a can. Yeah. <laughs> and then went to sleep, woke up like four hours later when we had to get up and I was like drunk and already starting the hangover at the same time. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, like, no. And he's like, Hey, we got to go to base and get ready. And I was like, fuck dude. Like I can't even fucking drive right now. There's no way. And he's like, oh, I got it. And then we <laughs> fucking, and it's funny because like, I was in charge of people and I was like, fuck, I have to like, not only be on my game, but I have to make sure all these other fuckers have their shit together. And I'm like, damn, nobody have, nobody better be fucking anything up, but they're all good. They're good guys. Um, and then we, yeah, we like went out to the fucking middle of this fucking forest and we're like digging holes and shit. And I'm just like sweating pure fucking steel reserve out of me. And I'm just like, Oh, like somebody fucking beat me to death right now, please. Oh, that sounds rough. It, I can, I've ha- I could count on one fucking hand how many times I've had steel reserve in my life, and it's fucking. I remember every single one of them because it was <laughs> terrible. It sounds terrible. I never had the pleasure of. Uh, don't do it. Drinking. It. I, <laughs> don't. <laughs> I drank my dad's. There's drink. nothing pleasurable about fucking steel reserves, man. No. Nothing. I'm like sure. That. What? Listen, I had a hard time, like I said, with warm Genesis like, cream ale in the garage. Oh yeah, oh, that's that terrible too. Just as fucking oh, bad. But fucking that was my dad. Man. Like distilled dumpster water. <laughs> like that's what it is, man. Pure <laughs> distilled dumpster, dumpster water, and it that's just so dumb. happens to get you drunk. Well, I mean, you know, when the uh, if you did that, sh- if I did that shit now, forty, like I would need a, an ambulance. Like, I, I, <laughs> like I can't, I, I can't do like the hey. It's Friday and we got paid. We are going to get fucking knackered for about eight and a half hours. I would smoke dope. I would drink till I was fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. Have to be at work at 730 in the morning. It was Saturday. I would go to bed at four or five. How did we do it? It was so two easy. Like... Two hours of fucking sleep. And I would work an eight hour shift of overtime on a Saturday. Yeah. Dude, if I don't get five hours of sleep during a weekday, I take a fucking sick day. I'm like, no, nope, can't do it. Can't do it. Yeah. Not rested. Not rested. Not ready for this. Yeah. You know, not, not rested. Not I have rested. standards now. <laughs> it's what happens when you get fucking. It's not, it's not that I have standards now. It's that my body has limits now. <laughs> it has nothing to do with standards, man. It's all about knowing your limits. Like, true. Oh, like, whenever I was like, you know, like fucking 21, you could fucking party all fucking night wake yep. up have a hangover and pound some fucking scrambled eggs or something couple hours be good yeah now it's like i fucking, honestly i fucking i have a hangover and my fucking the rest of my weekends ruined yeah <laughs> right i honestly feel like by 21 even it was too fucking late like yeah. i was thinking i was drinking at 21 and i was like fuck i can't do this like what i could when i was 19 and i was like do i even hear my fucking self talking right now like what <laughs> It's like, what the up, fuck man. am I talking about? But then it just gets worse. And you're like, oh, man, like this is happening a lot sooner than everybody told me it would. See, it like, didn't really shit like... just hurts all the time now. <laughs> oh, yeah. It didn't really start affecting me until like my late 20s, man. Like, because I party like I I partied a lot. <laughs> oh, I know <laughs> I've you... done a lot of I've done a how, lot of partying. Man. I don't know and how like, some of my friends did it or still do it. It's just like, oh, it's so much work. Say now I can't, well, you know. Yeah, some good flour yeah. and about you know two fucking large pizzas, and I'm a happy person, <laughs> right? Two large pizzas with bacon. 
Uh, so give me some give me fucking joints or some fucking tacos. You Please. know, we're that's good. It. You know, I mean, yeah, really. That's, that's a that's a night. You know, that's what we call a party up in here. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna fucking get stoned and sit on the couch and eat. We're gonna have a wild time, and I'll be yeah, like, yeah, it's gonna be wild. That sounds really nice and relaxing. <laughs> the joys of getting old, ladies and gentlemen. This podcast right. completely come off the fucking rails <laughs> every time. I enjoyed the absolute shit out of it. Angel looks like she's on another planet. Um, so I'm going to turn it over to her before uh, we uh, I, I turn it off. I don't have anything. You don't have anything? Sure. <laughs> Are you still mad at Resident Evil or? No, I was never mad. Mad at Resident Evil. The big lady? The big. <laughs> Is the big woman still here? You know what I'm talking about? Yes, of course I do. Yeah. Why is everybody losing their mind over that shit? Like, I don't know. Because it's such a different villain, I guess, from many of the yeah, other Resident Evil games. I guess so. I don't know. I think it looks cool. Why so, would players be scared of her? <laughs> They're like, scared? <laughs> she was telling me about this Raspberry Pi that she got, that she has all these retro games on. Oh, oh shit. That's the thing that time. you can program to do whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are you having? What are you having a rough time with? Well, it it just says that like the BIOS file isn't there, and I'm like, I fucking put it there, so I know it is. I, I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. I'm sure it has something to do with the uh, like the, the code script. So I have to figure that out. But what are you like, using you can, like you can't like can you not? Is it not booting up or? or no, it not, boots like, up. Know? It just says that like the BIOS file isn't there, and that um, you know, it may I need to get it so that it runs better. What are you coding with? Um, well, no. What, what uh, like, what, what, what did you, what did you put on it? RetroPie? Is that mm-hmm. what you're using? Yep. Okay. It's a uh, um, Rasaban with uh the the RetroPie like the desktop. Okay. Combo. Okay. Can you explain to the listeners what that what that all entails? Like, what does your Raspberry Pi give you the ability to do in case anybody's interested in doing it themselves? Well, I, Chris would be able to explain it a little bit better because I I just got one because he told me how cool it was. You so. can do a fucking shit ton of stuff with a Raspberry Pi, man. <laughs> like, I've heard like, so. I've heard people a, talk about like, it. It's, it's like cool. a it's like a, a computer on a board. It's like the size of a credit card. Mm-hmm. And you can do all kinds of shit with it, man. You can make network attached storage. You can turn it into a a fucking router. You can uh, turn it into a, a retro games console. You can use it as a a front end for media streaming. Uh, I mean, could there's I, a bit. There's a million and one projects you can do with it. There's so much shit you can do. You can turn it into a fucking server. You can you can use it as a desktop if you really want to. You load Linux on it. Uh, Fucking but yeah, there's like all kinds of wild shit you can do with it, and there's all kinds of different like add-ons, and it's got these GPIO pins on it, so like you can, like, they make different like they're I get they a lot of people call them hats, but like different like board plugins for different shit. Like you can turn it into a camera. You can use it. Uh, there's even I've even seen people use it in like a like a gardening setup where they use it to uh, they use the software to measure the fucking moisture in the fucking ground so they could moisture that is level. pretty wild. I was gonna yeah, ask like like I said there's to like water things like, on a certain schedule or like yeah, feed my yeah, dog like every if, twelve if hours. You've got, <laughs> if you've got if you've got the technical know how like you can literally do fucking anything with it. It's a completely open platform. Yeah, where do you learn that um, shit? That's what I want to know. Well, you just gotta do it. Learn to code. Yeah, you gotta. But like, yeah, what? Because like my friend said to do uh, Python, but like I don't know shit about any of it. Yeah, I yeah, Python's a pretty popular one. Um, Chris is the I mean person of the show. There's shit tons of fucking programming languages that you can learn, but yeah. When I was in Pi- college, Python, I did a Python's pretty. Class. Python's pretty popular and pretty powerful. Um, you can do all kinds of shit with it. So yeah, I was trying yeah. to do, like retro arc with it because like I was so like retro arc Linux and then okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so and once I tried to do that, that's when it like did you have like did it come with a an SD card with like OS's preloaded on it? Like because ultimately if you're having problems, you can always go um like I'll, I'll find the link for it and send it to you, but you can go to the website and re-download the fucking like the OS loader, okay, and, and put it back on your SD card and then just start from scratch and fucking wipe it and restart because there's obviously some sort of problem if it's telling you some sort of issue with your BIOS or whatever. So like you you might be better off just starting with a clean slate and doing a, a clean install and it won't yeah. take long. 
Yeah, so and that's what long. I and that's what I was I mean, eating. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so, so I was like, oh, now I got to move all the the uh, ROMs to like a. I could just re-download them, I guess. But yeah. Well, I mean, you could save yourself some time. Like, if you've got, do you have an SD card reader for your laptop or your computer or anything? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I would just fucking just go in there and just manually like whatever you want to keep just create a folder on your desktop or whatever and temporarily load them into there wipe it you know get that that os loader um and then just start from scratch and then go back again you know reinstall RetroPie, and uh you should you know like i said i, I would do that that's probably the easiest thing and, and it's so quick to do yeah like i would pro- i would probably just do that if you have any issues rather than going in there and trying to troubleshoot and figure out what it is just fucking wipe the slate and start and start clean that's what i would do okay and by the way if any, you, if any of you listeners are familiar with this stuff too you can also email us and let us know what the fuck angel should do so she's not so surly on the show next time <laughs> i'm not surly i'm just tired she looks exhausted because she probably yeah. that damn thing trying to figure it out with that being the case Angel, we hope that you're your lively self the next time you're on the show because you are the boss and your energy definitely. We need that sort of that 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 I'll good ha- energy. I'll bring the big dick energy next time. The big, big chimp big, energy. Yeah, fat dick spirit needs to be brought back to the show we from the producer. Yeah, we will spirit. definitely ape FDS. 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 together. FDS. We appreciate it. Thank you very much for listening. Um, uh, Want to get us info at useguyspod.com. Useguysandthat at gmail.com. Shout out to Paul B. from B-Town. He's building the fucking radio. I don't know what the hell's going on with that. <laughs> um, he says, like, I've seen the pictures of the progress. Paul, you keep up the fucking good work, pal. You keep up the good work and you fight the good fight. The Village Inn is open again. Chicken dinners are being served. Don't fucking eat there. Don't eat right. that garbage. You go to KFC or churches like a decent human being. You understand? Right. Popeyes is acceptable too. You stay the fuck out of that barber and chicken, everybody. Thank you very much to our interna- international listeners. And of course, you domestic terrorists, also known as libertarians. Thank you very much for listening. <laughs> we will talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Peace. Bye. <laughs> that fucking.